Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up, everybody? Welcome into A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell, alongside of our man, Brad Edwards. We're going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, my man, how we doing, buddy? Doing great, doing great. You know, another, you know, disappointing Falcons draft. I wanted to trade down or take the best wide receiver or edge rusher available. I think we took, like, the third best receiver and didn't trade down to get other picks for all of the plethora of holes we have in our roster so um just another nfl draft at the office for the falcons yeah well i mean you know you, you could have traded nothing you know and gotten aj brown so i mean that you know that could have been there could have done that move sorry i'll calm down on that I'll, I'll keep my thoughts reserved on that dumb move all right everybody welcome in ADC sports picks <laughs> i'm al bell cbs sports Law, alongside brian edwards of vegas center.com adc sports picks brought to you Every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New users, download that BetMGM app. If you use promo code A to Z200, put a $10 money line wager down tonight on either the Grizzlies or the Timberwolves. All right? Either one. Whenever that team hits a three-pointer, just one. <coughs> She's win $200. It's that simple. See? Even Brian's lungs are excited about that play right there. That's all you got to do. $10 down, one three-pointer, you win $200. That's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right, Brian. So, we had the NFL draft last night. All right. Pretty wild first round. You know, considering the names of the players, so to say, weren't all that exciting. We had some fireworks. Now, any bets that you have for tonight or for tomorrow in the NFL draft? Yeah, these aren't super strong opinions. Um, I only made two plays yesterday. I had the under 23 and a half on, sorry to bring him up, Traylon Burks, who actually, um, <laughs> I think he's a good player. Be, like, yeah, yeah he's, he's really good, um, yeah. but he's not A.J. Brown. Um, not many no, A.J. Browns out not. there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a really a, a, a bad thing for Burks. Uh, maybe it is for a Titans fan today, though. Um, anywho, I had under 23.5 for him, so that was a winner. I had under 37.5 for Matt Corral, so that one's still pending. We'll see. Um, and I saw uh, Mechie from Alabama, the receiver, at 56.5. I'm just going to put a little bit on him on the under. And, look, Malik Willis is – probably the first quarterback as he is heavily favored to come off the board tonight. But uh, there is a prop bet for Corral uh, to be Matt Corral, obviously at Ole Miss to be the first quarterback. And I'm not against some just pocket change uh, at 14 to one to try that. I mean, it only takes one team. And I think Matt Corral, the height, the height is the issue. I'm sure with NFL people um, and maybe, you know, but I, I mean, I don't, is he shorter than Drew Brees? I'm not sure. He's close. I mean, you don't have to be 6'3 to be a successful NFL quarterback. You, you talking I, about Malik Willis? No, I'm talking about Corral. Oh, uh, he's what, 6'2 and a half? Oh, well, that's taller than Brees. I yeah. think. 
Well, yeah. yeah. So then, it. look, I mean, I, I think he is very accurate. He moves well, which is obviously so important. He can make plays with his legs. I, I'm not against him. Uh, yeah, six, two and, and a half. Oh, wow. See, Sorry, okay. Well, then, damn, maybe I'm uh, overvaluing his lack of – or maybe I was thinking he would – obviously, I thought he was shorter than that. Well, well Malik think, Willis is six foot. Like, that, that's what worries me. He is six foot tall. Like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, um, so yeah, not to interrupt you, like that's yeah, kind of where no, my picks were too, because the books don't have a lot of options up right now. Like right, they'll have yeah. some a little bit later, but really it's, it's down to quarterback. So I think I'm thinking the exact same way you are. Like Matt Corral, 58 and a half. I think he goes before that. Malik Willis at 34 and a half. I think he goes after that. Now it could be 35 that Malik Willis goes, right? But yeah. So I haven't seen 58 and a half. I bet it at 37 and a half yesterday. So obviously I love under 58 and a half for Corral. Love that. Yeah. And again, I'm not against the 14 to one to be the first quarterback taken today. And um, I got the Mechie bet under 56 and a half. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, that, that's where mine are at. And like I said, anybody out there looking like you're not going to find too terribly many uh, that are available right now. They will be in the next probably two to three hours. Um, but you're really going to see like, kind of very surface level quarterbacks. You're going to see, you know, who's the first running back that's going to go. But, you know, even looking at the running backs, like it is juice to the gills, man. Like first running back and second running back uh, in terms of those guys. So there's really no value there. Your value really right now, at least, is uh, with the quarterback. So, yeah, those are my two uh, as well. Yeah, and you're right, man. Malik Willis, like he's six foot. It, he's six foot two, six foot two nineteen. So I'll give you a perfect kind of example of the size uh, is Kevin Byard. All right. Like Kevin Byard, six foot two twelve. So Kevin Byard, the Titan safety, which again, I'm not saying that you got to be six, five, but six foot. That's a small NFL quarterback, man. And especially if the Titans, because the Titans are favored in a couple books to take him. I believe it. What, what do they have? 35. Um, here's the interesting thing. Malik Willis at six foot lining up next to Derrick Henry would be kind of funny. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny <laughs> when your running back is towering over your quarterback, man, right? which would actually make it look like that your running back is like seven foot tall. You know what I mean? Like just mm -hmm. by perspective. But yeah, I was cracking up at that earlier today, man. Um, okay. So moving off of that. All right. Now let's talk NBA here. All right. So we've got one game tonight. All right, and we've got one game on Sunday. We're going to talk about the one tonight first. All right, we've got the Grizzlies at the Timberwolves. All right, <coughs> Grizzlies are one and a half point favorite. Total of 229 and a half. Brian, I'm going to throw it to you first, man. What are your best picks, props, etc.? You name it, man. What do you got? Man, this has been a hell of a series. Very enjoyable, and unfortunately for Minnesota, um, you know they they could have they could have won this series already. They had two games where they blew um comfortable leads uh in the second half and and the hell they had a double digit lead uh with six minutes left in uh game five right yeah yeah, yeah. but anywho um I I've already got I think I bet it after game two before game three I bet uh the Grizzlies minus one and a half games to win the series at a plus 105 price so I've got that built-in bet um and I'm just gonna let that ride um I, I think tonight's game is a toss-up. The way I'm going to attack it with further bets 
is just uh, in game. I think if either team gets out to a lead and you can get either either side at like plus six or seven, you know, if the other team gets ahead by double digits, yeah. um, I, I would be I would be down to endorse either squad as a uh, six point underdog or better. And um, and then hopefully, you know, rally and maybe you can get a hedge situation going. I mean, and maybe we get, you know, back and forth, back and forth. But I think it's going to be a close game. And so either squad at plus six or better would interest me. But right now, sorry to be a fence sitter, I'm really just going to let my Memphis minus one and a half games plus 105, which is basically has to win tonight. So it's tonight, money line play 105. And just uh, plus one hundred five. That is, and just roll with that. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it, man. And uh, look, th- this spread is is nasty. Like one and a half. I mean, it could go either way. Uh, it's gross. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm taking the under two twenty nine and a half, man. And I'll tell you why. Look, I know that the total has dropped in each game of this series since game two, but still, all right. It's elimination game. We should see tighter performances on both sides. All right, now. The Grizzlies, they haven't won a playoff series since 2015. The Timberwolves haven't won a playoff series in 17 straight seasons, okay? Now, 60% of the games of this series have hit the under, not to mention both of these teams collectively are averaging seven points per game fewer in the postseason than they did the regular season. Now, seven points, I know that that may not sound like a lot. It is, like, in terms of totals, like because these totals are so market efficient. Um, so yeah, uh, and I'll say this for any prop players out there, the Grizzlies have outscored the Timberwolves 62 to 38 in the paint so far this series, basically 16 points per game, dude. So take a look on that one, but yeah, I'm going to take the under 229 and a half. Cause I'm with you, man. Picking a side here. Oof, it's brutal. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, it is, dude. It's just, it's gross, man. It's gross. All right. So <laughs> yo, you're good. Man. All right. So. We're going to take a look at the other NBA game here in just a second, and I want to take a look baseball really quickly, all right? So I've got two plays here that I want to hit on. All right, first up, let's roll Angels-White Sox over seven today, all right? Angels, they've been on a scoring tear on the road this season, 5-1-1 one, and one to the over, all right? Angels are averaging six-point runs, 6.4 runs per game this season on the road. Now, three of Chicago's last four, have eclipsed this number as well. And the only one that didn't missed it by one run. So <laughs> here you go. You want a stat, Ryan? Let's I'll hear give it. You a stat. Let's hear Speaking it. Speaking of eclipsing that number, all right. The last seven starts for White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito. Okay. His last seven starts in a row 10 runs, 11 runs, 13 runs, nine runs, seven runs, nine runs, 12 runs in the game. We're taking the over seven. Now, weather's a Yeah, I would hope the manager had yanked him by the time he gets <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, getting it, it's, look, you're going to you're gonna sit there and look and wonder, like, why the hell is this number sitting at seven? The weather's a little iffy, right? In Chicago, it's, it's not great. It's not terrible. You know, it's not 25 degrees out there, right, and snowing. But, you know, home runs could come at a premium tonight still, though. I'll take my chances on the seven runs and uh, be done with it. All right. One more play, and I want to go ahead and apologize to any Cincinnati Reds fans out there. I love you. This season is awful for you. And, look, I am just going to – I'm going to fade you every single day until 
you tell me not to, and you haven't told me not to yet, okay? Now, the Reds, in utter disaster. We're taking the Rockies' money line, minus 120 at home, okay? Reds, utter disaster this year. Through 19 games this season, Brian, take a guess how many you think they've won. Through 19 games, the Reds? Yep. Three and 16? Bingo. They're terrible. You know, I think I heard that on the radio this yeah. today. You nailed it. Wow, well done. They've won three games. Okay? Right, right, right. right. So if the juice is right, just fade Cincinnati over and over and over until they turn this thing around. Now, Colorado. Hey, did you see this? Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Did you see this breaking news about Dodgers Bauer? Yeah, I guess it's been a two years, right? I've never heard of a two-year suspension, I don't think. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I just totally cut you off. I just, no, 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 no. I'm glad you did. right? Yeah, that's huge news. Huge news. Yeah. So that's for that. Uh, it's on the policy on sexual assault, domestic violence. Like, that's why that it's two years. It. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I remember reading about it, but don't, the criminal charges got dropped, right? Yeah. It, uh, that, one's, that one's tough. That one is. Uh, ugh, that one's uh, not the, good. The union will be appealing that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So with the Rockies, okay. Look, they're averaging 5.2 runs per game at home this season. They're a completely different team when they're playing at home versus on the road. Now, here's another trivia question for you. You ready for this? The Reds have played 11 night games this season. They're playing at night in uh, in uh, Denver. The Reds have played 11 night games this season. Oh, How 11. many do you think they've won? Zero. One. One. <laughs> they've won one night game. This year. So, yeah, look, I'm going to take my chances, especially minus 120 because the Reds are hitting a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take my shots there. So we're going to go the Rockies money line minus 120, and we're going to go with the Angels White Sox over seven. Okay, so, Brian, back to the NBA here, okay? So we've got some games for next week, but let's just hit on one of them. All right, on uh, Sunday, game one, Bucks at Celtics. Celtics four-and-a-half-point favorite. Total of 217 and a half. And I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire, you know, on any, you know, full bet on it just yet. But would love to hear any thoughts that you have, right? If you do have a bet, yeah, let it rip. But, you know, any leans, anything that you see that you like in that game. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over. But before I explain that one, I'll just throw out a couple of just notes I wrote down. So um, Boston is 7-0 and against the spread the last seven head-to-head -head meetings between these teams. Now, they've only won outright in four of those, so basically they lost three but covered as underdogs. Um, and this year, um, the home team won. They split uh, four regular season meetings. The home team won all four. Uh, Milwaukee won by six at home, but that was a non-cover, and won by four at home. That was another non-cover. Um Boston won by nine at home, but that was an overtime game. So it was a fortunate cover uh, for Boston because it went OT. They were minus five and a half in that game. And they also won by 14 at home. So, uh, and then I'll also note uh, Milwaukee's only been an underdog 17 times this year, six and 11, both straight up and against the spread in those spots. But keep in mind, um, don't let that deceive you. I mean, I, I think, a lot, um, if not most of those games, Giannis was out, and that's why they were underdogs. And so, you know, he's not out right now, although Middleton's out. Um, but anywho, uh, I'm going to go with the over. The over is 8-1 and one in the last nine 
uh, between these teams. The four combined scores in this year's uh, regular season meetings were 248, 230, 220, and 225. Or I'm sorry, 235. So let me read that again. 248, 230, 220, and 235. Um, 220 is the lowest combined score in the last 10 head-to-head meetings between these teams. And uh, we got 218. So I'm going to go over 218 uh, in game one, Milwaukee-Boston. All right. I I think I'm with you there. Um, Four and a half is an interesting spread. I get why they did it. Um, If I had to roll one way with it, I would probably go Boston, you know, being at home. But it's tough. I I I like playing the total. I'm with you on that. I I I don't. I clearly don't disagree with anything that, that you know, you said, you know, you put it down. No, no, you're going to, like, I, I I don't have anything better to add on it. Like, I, I think that's the play. I'm with you there. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Last segment here. Perfect bet MGM parlay can be for tonight, can be for the whole weekend, however you want to hey, get wait, down. Um, oh, I'm yeah, sorry to interrupt you out. Can I throw out a couple other NBA picks I have before we do the sure, parlay? Please go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could have just included it in the parlay, but I, I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the Heat minus one and a half games to win the series. Got to win it in six or fewer um, at a plus one fifteen uh, return. I really like Miami in that series, and not just because they beat up on the Hawks. Um, I just think Miami's really good. I mean, they didn't even have Jimmy Butler in one game. They didn't have um, Lowry in what two games or three? Yeah. Uh, it was like two and chain. Like he left like second half of game three. So they didn't have him for like whatever, two and a half or not even half, but two, two games and change. And, um, you know, Philadelphia was great last night, obviously, but, um, you know, they've been kind of struggling. We'll, we'll see how Embiid's finger. I, I mean, I don't see it getting any better. Um, and Miami's defense is just terrific. In fact, um, and, and I also like Miami minus four. Uh, in game one or four and a half, maybe by that half point to four. Um, Atlanta averaged 113.9 points per game during the regular season, and they were held to 94 or fewer three times by Miami in the series, and their highest outputs were 105 and 111, which weren't even their average. So Miami's obviously uh, playing terrific uh, defense, and Philadelphia is mired in a three nine and one against the spread slump. So Heat minus one and a half games uh, at plus one fifteen and minus four in game one. And I also like the Mavs plus six in game one. Uh, Dallas <clears throat> is thirteen and four, but straight up and against the spread in its last seventeen games. And uh, you know, I, I thought Phoenix was pretty fortunate uh, to get out of New Orleans. Last night, a uh, great performance by Chris Paul. Uh, I think this is a um, a tight game that the Mavs might win, so I like them plus six. And I, I also think they're the best future bet out there to win it all right now at 14 to one. Uh, I'm not against a little pocket change on that. You're right there, man. They're playing fantastic basketball. Like Basically, them and the Celtics like have just surpassed everybody's thoughts in round one. You know what I mean? Like Obviously, there's a lot to go, but. Those two, man, you could. I think all the teams left in the NBA right now are in good. Well, maybe not Philly. Philly's a team I'm down on. But, I mean, you can make a case for all these teams. Well, we'll see what happens with Memphis and and Minnesota. But, um. No, you're uh, right. I mean, Milwaukee. Like, I mean, they, 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 
they lost, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Middleton. And, Middleton. And, they, you know, they were down a little there for, you know, one game. And then pff, they were right back to business, just blowing yes. out. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And you bring up a good point. Like, these playoffs are going to be phenomenal all the yeah. way through. Like, yep. it, it's it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, Boston-Milwaukee right. is going to be a great series. I, I mean, if Embiid plays great and Harden, you know, plays well, I mean – Philly could could give Miami problems, but I I just don't see it. I think Miami wins that in, in five or six. Yeah, I, I'm with you. You know, the, the tough part is Embiid. He's just so damn good. Like, oh, so good. Yeah, like you know when when he's having those games, like, dude, good luck. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I, I'm with you. Miami just kind of overall, yeah, no doubt. All right, the perfect bet MGM parlay. Hit me with it. What do you got? All right, um, I'm gonna go with um, Miami minus 170 on the money line, uh, Dallas plus six, and then I'm going to go Marlon Chito Vera plus 105 in the UFC Vegas 53 main event tomorrow, and his opponent, Rob Font, missed weight by two and a half pounds this morning, and yet Vera is still a short underdog, and I mean, I liked him anyway, and the fact that Font missed weight – um, certainly he had a tough weight cut that does not hurt our cause. So a hundred dollars on the heat minus 170 Dallas plus six and Cheeto Vera plus one Oh five, one hundred dollars will get us five twenty five twenty six. So heat money line minus 170 mouse plus six Cheeto Vera plus one Oh five, a hundred gets plus five, two, five point two six. And, um, before you do yours, how many have you hit in a row on Fridays now? Uh, three. That a boy. Yeah. Let's go, go hey. four. Let's, hey, go let's go four. Let's go for a full month. All right. Let's go for a full month and let's, let's blast this out. And this one is going <laughs> to, excuse me, it's going to be pretty big here too. All right. We're going to go plus 600. Okay. And it's going to be the Reds. Fading the well, Reds in this parlay. Yeah. It, we're going the exact picks that we put on the show. There you go. That's how good I feel about it. We're going Grizz, uh, Grizz Wolves under 229 and a half. White Sox, Angels over seven. Rockies money line. Those three plus 600. Let's hit them. I'm, I'm betting them singularly. Also putting it in the parlay, right? Double those bad boys up. Make some money in it for a full month. Let's go. Let's go. Four in a row, AB. All right. What? Okay. Before we get out of here. All right. Um, what do you want to see out of the Falcons? Tonight in the draft, the rest of the draft, like yeah, anybody um, specifically or position groups, like what are you looking at there? I think we got to go quarterback. So um, I hope we go corral. Um, don't we have what, what the eighth pick in this round? If I'm not yeah. mistaken, we were eight last night, so I would assume so. Uh, yeah. So um, I think corral will be there, hopefully. And yeah. I don't know if Willis will be there. I mean, I'm not going to be pissed if we got Willis. I would have been pissed if we took Willis number eight. Um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be fine with Willis, um, you know, in the second round, we got to go quarterback, uh, I think. And then we got to, I think we need to add another receiver at some point, but mainly after quarterback, I think our biggest need is, um, edge rusher and like two or three of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted I, to trade down for more picks. So, no, you, I, you know, I feel you. No, I, I feel you definitely, man. Um, you so know, what do you tight- want to see out of the Titans? Well, that's what that's what's interesting, man. Like, I mean, you know, last night was craziness, right? 
So do they go? I don't. Do they go quarterback? And if they do, because they've got to get a quarterback at some point, even just as a backup, right? But as a young now, guy, what's the Titans pick? Eighteen or no? What the did Titans, they pick? They had twenty six originally, but okay, then so after that trade, yeah, with the Eagles, they're now at thirty five. I think it's thirty five, thirty five or thirty six. So okay. they're like one of the top four or five picks, three, four, five tonight. Uh, in the second round. FanDuel has them as the favorite to take Malik Willis right there. Now, really? Yeah, I don't know if they do it or not. Now, in terms of quarterbacks, like teams early that could be looking, Titans, I think, could be looking. I don't know if they if they pull the trigger or not. The Seahawks, at some point, I think are going to pull the trigger, and I think it'll be Desmond Ritter, who they're going after. So, yeah, Matt Corral could be sitting right there for you. Other than that, man, like nothing. You know what I mean? Like just watching. Yeah. So I see the Falcons are actually um, the 11th pick in the second round, number 43 overall. Are they? Titans are 35, right? Um. Yes, the third pick at 35. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Atlanta also has the 58th pick. Um, the 26th pick of the second round. Nice. I think yeah, we have two third rounders as well. Oh, dude, nice. Yeah, it, it, these could be two teams that take a quarterback in this round. Could be. Yeah. We'll see. But it's going to be fascinating. So, sweet. All right, man. Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Everybody, have a great weekend. Have a great NFL draft. Hope your teams hit on the players that you want. Cash these tickets. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Take care. Good luck, everybody.